Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Casual fam, welcome to another week of Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Happy week whatever in self-isolation. Um, Holly, you haven't killed me yet. Not yet. Close. Not yet. Close. Yeah. So far, so good. So far, so good. You yeah. did bring up a great point. You coughed on the microphone when we were muted mm-hmm. and said we might want to sterilize that. Should I be concerned? I'm like at that point where I mm. think it's just allergies. That's what everyone says, but yeah. But then I'm like, <laughs> is it allergies or is it something more sinister? It could be. It, it could, could be. be. I mean, you are sounding a little nasally. That could just be all of the dust from the flooring that we inhaled today. Ugh. If we don't die of coronavirus, we'll definitely die of whatever, you know, glue, you know, wood combination they have going on um, in that flooring. Um, First so, of all, yeah. don't put that on us. Well, not good. No, it's not. But let's be honest. We probably should have been wearing a mask for that. Um, but we are still waiting for Wade to send us those. Well, he has sent those. Those are coming through the mail. So we probably could have used those today, to be honest. Um, and then tomorrow for shopping uh, for groceries. Just to clarify, it's only groceries. Only grocery shopping. No, it's not like Mike's going on a Black Series run here or something. But, uh, well, thanks for the heads up, Holly. <laughs> we will be burning this pop filter. So I appreciate that. Uh, Luke, we've got you here. Are you feeling healthy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, feeling pretty good. I got a uh, good supply of beer. Let's go. So can't be too bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm very jealous. Luke has been sending us pictures of his Wolf's Ridge deliveries, and uh, I'm really wishing we could be hanging out in person right now. Pretty That's jealous. True. I have more variety on stock than I've ever had because right now my purchasing is outpacing my uh, <laughs> <in> consuming <laughs> But, you know, trying to keep the uh, the local breweries busy. That's right. Well, you're you becoming a prime customer, I think, probably. Like, if they have a prime aspect in their delivery, you're probably now it. And they're like, give him the best we have so he keeps purchasing. He's I the best. So. But soon the wife's just going to open the fridge. It's going to be full of beer. And she's like, we can't survive on this. How's the baby supposed to survive? Not. I mean, yeah, it may, on beer. it may come to that. I my, my family has, you know, sent them really awesome pictures. And, and I should, we mentioned the flooring, Holly. And this is an announcement, I feel. Um, the floor is done. Mostly. Ish. The, 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 we're in the studio right now, the new studio, um, sans baseboards, but the flooring is done. Um, so could not be more excited. So excited that we sent pictures to our family. And, and what did my family respond with? That's great, but did you get toilet paper? <laughs> um, and no, we haven't. But luckily, we you know we actually ran to see my family uh, Saturday to borrow a tool and uh, walked out, you know, two, two rolls of toilet paper richer 
um, which was really lovely of them. Yeah, that's hot currency right now. I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Paper. Well, I made you kind of hide them like in your like in in mm-hmm. your jacket because yep. we can't people can't see us leaving the house with that. You know, sprint to the car. Yeah, the oscillating tool and two two yeah. two rolls of toilet paper. Are there like scores of people out there now s- sleeping on? Rolls of toilet paper, like Heads. Scrooge McDuck, like swimming wow. through it. The, hoard, the people who hoarded it all. Well, no, they're making videos of their dogs jumping over them in doorways, which is really pissing me off. Well, what they're doing then, they're putting in the comments, and they're like, "Don't come at me about my yeah, toilet paper. Don't at I have me. a family of fifteen. Wow. Why do you have a family of fifteen? That's 15? the bigger question. Like, why do you? Why are there so many asses to wipe in that household? Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Like, geez, Must be all the dogs. Luke's like, hey, guys, that's that's my 15-year plan, okay? Like, we've got <laughs> a few more coming. A child a year. Uh, that would be an... Uh, Luke, is that even possible? I mean, I think... Are you guys tapped out at two, or you want to go to 15? Sky's the limit. Yeah, it's not medically advisable, I don't think. I think you're right. <laughs> We're going to have to talk to your wife sometime, and I'm sure she'll put a big kibosh to that. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not quickly. financially advisable either. No, de- not especially not going to a recession. And yeah. how do you pay for college tuition for 15 children? I mean, if you have that much toilet paper in your house, I, I, I can't do the math off the top of my head, but I don't know how you're saving for college and buying so much toilet paper and other things for these children. I, I just... Mm. That's a great point. Is, is, who is the big family that we had the television? The Duggars, right? Oh, yeah. That maybe it's that family. I thought it was like the Octomom. What was her? I, what, I don't know. There's been a few of them. We don't know our reality TV it's shows. It's pretty crazy. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe we have some folks in the casual fam there in the group that have, you know, 15 or so kids. Let us know how yeah. you're doing in this crisis because I can only imagine it's pretty crazy. You and your village of children. Put them to work, you know. Maybe they're all out shopping separately. I don't know. Kind of feels crazy. like Children of the Corn. Wow. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Speaking of the Picking group. field corn. Ew. Yeah, go ahead, Holly. Corn made toilet paper. Okay, I'm done. That, that's, that's a possibility, uh, you know. Yeah. We're making a lot of stuff, you know, out of toilet paper now. Okay, go I ahead. was going to say, just to give everybody an update. Come on. Because oh. I'm taking my time. Yes, you are. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm going to talk about. It's not a toilet paper announcement. It I is do not. Know that. Uh, in the group, Wade recently yeah. finished watching Rebels and posted about it. And then we were kind of talking about Rebels and we were doing the casual council. And so today when yeah. I got so angry about the floor, I was like, forget it. Yeah. I'm sitting on the friggin' couch. Let's go. And I'm watching Rebels. Three episodes. Three episodes. It's I have great, three right? episodes of Rebels and I'm almost done with season three. Yeah. So there was a lot going on. How great was that? It was fantastic. I probably could have sat there all day. Yeah. I think Michael got sick of my commentary. No, not really. I was just like, you know, we probably should wrap this up and get back to the floor. And you're like, I want to watch another one. And I get it because mm-hmm. we were watching Sabine with the Darksaber. Really, remember that emotional part, mm-hmm. Luke, where she's just kind of training with Kanan and yelling at him and she's lost her family. And oh, oh my, my God. God. I was about crying. Yeah. My favorite part of that episode is when she goes off alone and she has her own moment to kind of like yeah. recover from training with Kanan yeah. and you just see her getting upset and then the Bindu like Ooh. turns and like watches her walk away. Yeah. I just have to say I love the Bindu. He might be That's my great. favorite. Bindu. So great. Maybe so one of my favorites. I know I need more. Yeah, I mean, when we discuss force wielders, I mean, we don't really talk about the Bindu, but I mean, it seems pretty powerful actually my favorite we could probably Just use some more bendu so wise is it he because is. he looks like a moose 
It could be. Is that why you have such an affinity? That's a great point. That's a great point, Luke. He really is like a moose, you know, mountain hybrid. But what's wrong with that? Nothing. I think you're somewhat of a moose mountain hybrid, you know, pretty rugged and but smaller. <laughs> no antlers, but yeah, I can see it. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're wise. Tall peaks. Strong. Sure. No tall peaks. That <laughs> sounded really bad. Can't believe you said that. That's recorded. Can't go back now. We don't edit podcasts. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad mm-hmm. we finally got back into that Rebels, um, which you know was really fun. Yeah. This is what I would like you Come guys. On. Come on. I would like more shows yes. or con- content, let's say more content okay. about force wielding creatures Ooh. other than human like. Oh, you mean like the Caravan of Courage? No. <laughs> Oh. Actually, the opposite of that. Well, not why. Better, better why? quality, maybe? Well, yes, but you have these characters. You have the Ewoks and their magic. They're magic rocks and sticks, right, Luke? I mean, that's, let's go. It, you have you have witches. Night that's Sisters, true. in my opinion. That's I'm sorry. You the just Night do. Sisters are awesome. Yes. I would love more. That's, that's the last spot that I got to on Fallen Order. Come on. If you haven't made it. Up to oh, the, spoiler all the planets on Fallen Order. Yeah. Well, everyone knows you can go to Dathomir and Fallen Order. So, <laughs> but you go yeah. there and you encounter the Night Sisters, and they're pretty badass. They are. I have to say, they really are. God, super cool. Yeah, I, I'll say. You know, Wade and his daughter challenged me to finish that, and I, I there was so much flooring happening right now, Wade. It just it wasn't going to get done. Um, but now, when we get a TV mounted up here, I might be gaming in the loft. We'll see. Um, but it's going to get done. Got to finish it. Got to. Uh, you know, I'm thinking tomorrow, clock out from work on to Fallen clock Order. Clock in to Fallen Order. Please. Yes, seriously. And now I have the, the PlayStation camera and everything. Guys, I'm ready to stream. Um, and I need people to join along with me and encourage me um, and to keep me from swearing. <laughs> I really oh. need an audience, so I'm, I'm doing my best to hold it in. I encourage that, so I guess yeah, I am not the audience. Yeah, but on you YouTube, you probably shouldn't. Well, but here's the thing. When we're done with the isolation, yes. hopefully, yeah. I'm trying to be optimistic. It will Easter. Be s- uh, I don't no? think I'm that optimistic. Okay, okay. That's next week. Hey, that's what the commander-in-chief said, so let's well, go. Theoretically, yeah. we would have Luke here, That's and right. then he could help you curb the cursing. That's true. I don't know. Sometimes Luke and I get a little filthy mouth. Uh, that sounded really <laughs> wrong. Um, and, I, and you I, thought my peaks were bad. Wow. wow. It's just really gone downhill at this <laughs> point, but that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking we probably, we'll just, you know, we'll all, you know, take our temperature We've been isolated for a long time. I think it's time we all can hang out. I think Luke just needs to come over, and and no one's been around. The wife can be assured that he's corona-free. Oh. Well, besides the corona that he's going to ingest, yes. I have an idea. Yes. Have you guys seen Bubble Boy? Oh, yeah. We just need to wrap him up and <laughs> roll him down the eight-minute drive, A right? giant beach ball. That would be great. With Luke inside. You was can that, deflate who, it. Who was in Bubble? Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? What's that? If it was, it was probably his finest no, piece. No, no, it can't be. But for some reason, I'm in, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's in my head now. But that can't be him. Who was that guy? Oh, my God. I Somebody don't know. needs to look that up. I wish it were Jake I'm Gyllenhaal. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. God, Bubble Boy. We can make that happen. We absolutely could. Or at least, you know, a mask or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was Jake Gyllenhaal. Was he the, the Bubble Boy? Nice. Yeah, he was the Bubble Boy. 
the hell was he doing in that? His mom put okay, him a, there. Oh, not the, actually. <laughs> he's got a goofy haircut in it. It's so great. His yeah, mom's like, you will be doing this <laughs> you movie. You have to play Bubble Boy. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I hope there's... I hope there's been like a resurgence in people watching this movie around this oh time. It God. would make sense. Well, what now uh, we have to. What year what year did that come out? 2001, I think. Oh yeah, 2001. See, he was doing weird movies then anyway. He did like Donnie <sighs> Darko around that time and that movie was so bizarre. But it better than but Bubble that, Boy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like slapstick goofy. Oh my god. <laughs> like I expected Boy. more of Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> But we will go with that theme. Maybe if we can reassure the missus enough that she can trust that he come over here. The only thing we're giving, I'll wipe the beer down, you know, that he's going to mm. have in hand. And and we've, we haven't been around anyone. So, so hey, we'll, you we'll can see. You can buy a bubble. <laughs> How much? At How much is a Walmart. bubble? At Walmart. <laughs> wow. Probably $1,000. I don't know if it's... Uh... I don't know if it's totally sterile or what, but oh, uh, you can get an inflatable bumper ball bubble. Jesus, for like a hundred bucks at Walmart. Oh, those are the oh, ones God. that people like get inside of and like run around on the lake. You can like <laughs> wow. No, so you... we can we can use this after the the crisis. Yes, it's like a gerbil. Yes, and we're just planning for summertime. So I mean, that's I'm down. Listen. Yeah. Everyone's got to go to the beach at some point. Yeah. So if you all go in the bubble, everyone will be fine. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. We can podcast in masks. Yeah. It may sound a little muffled, but we can do it, right? I Okay. But yeah. also. It's a really great opening, by the way. Loving the conversation. <laughs> but concept. How yeah. about people who, like you said about yourself, yeah. that's a problem you have with the Mandalorian is that you like to read lips when people are talking. That's a great point. That. But here's the really great thing. I can hear you guys directly in my ears, which yes. is great. So I, I don't necessarily have to watch your mouth um, phrasing, but yeah. I can hear you so much better. So with the Mandalorian, I couldn't hear anything that's going on. You can crank it. I couldn't hear anything. But here, it's right here. So we are good. Um, so let's we're going to we're going to figure this out, guys. I mean, Skype's fine. But, you know, I, he needs to bring over some brews and just we're going to enjoy a little podcasting. Probably watch Clone Wars. Yeah. So we'll live stream everybody gaming from a bubble. Absolutely. Wow. Yes, please. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. We'll make it happen. Well, thank God I'll for wireless controllers. I'll just saran myself. Oh, that sounds like a bad idea. Well, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Holly, I have to ask you. It was, so you posted a poll in the group. Let's just get the house. I, do you hear the owl outside? I really hope you guys heard that. I don't think that's an owl. I think it's like a werewolf. No, that was an owl. We have <laughs> a, a, so. an owl here in our backyard, and he likes to hoot and hoot and hoot. And uh, that was great. I hope that picked that up. Anyway, you posted a poll. I did. On the group. Mm -hmm. And now I got to push you because, you know, I asked you today, hey, you know, post the group telling what book you chose. And then Luke brought it up. And then Luke brought it up. Everyone's asking. And Holly's mm -hmm. just, I don't know why Holly is delaying the process, but she is, guys. So, Holly, have you decided on next month's book? Or should I say April's book? It really wasn't even just me who decided. It was the collective Flying Casual fam. fam. Yeah. So, so, no April Fool's joke here. That This was not a we're thing. We're past that. Oh, did you post that on April Fool's? No. Okay. Well, maybe. 
Not on purpose. Not intentionally. It wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be reading Bloodline. Oh, let's go. Let's go. That's a good one. Right. Holy shnikes. That's a yes. really good one. I think that like five or six people voted for that one. Yeah. It's a really um, great one. So that's going to be the April Okay, guys, you heard it here. Get Bloodlines. I know a lot of you guys have probably actually read it, um, so I'm really interested to mm-hmm. see what uh, more of you guys have to say. So, and if you haven't, then you probably have time to. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of at home time now. Pick up a book, you know, get the audio book, uh, mow your grass, sweep your floors, whatever you got to do. Get that get that book read, uh, especially you patrons. Uh, be ready for that book club. We'll announce the date here soon. Um, so just needed to put Holly on the spot there. So we got an answer. So you guys were ready starting Monday morning with bloodline. Um, other housewarming, Holly, housewarming. Uh, house. Whoa. Hello. Who'd you get a gift? Uh, for? <laughs> Hopefully me. It was the floor. In the loft. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you're, you. You're welcome. I did half the work, uh, but <laughs> sometimes you have to treat yourself. Treat yourself. We've been treating ourselves for a while, but Holly, <laughs> uh, we, we, we got an email from Brent. Um, and, and, you know, guys, we're going to talk about uh, Clone Wars, the, the most recent episode. We're also going to talk about issue four of the Star Wars mainline comic. Um, we're going to get to those in a second. But I want to read um, Brent's email. And with the information we also just recently received about the Kenobi series, I want us to kind of take all of that together and kind of let's talk about it a little more. So if you don't mind, um, Brent sent us a lovely email. Um, he He's thinking about the Kenobi show. Is that what it's called? Who knows? We'll find out. We have an idea. Well, we heard from a little birdie something. We did. But anyway. We did. Okay. Brent says, hello there, Michael, Holly, Luke, and the rest of the Flying Casual family. Mm. Hello. Hello. Prior to the Casual Council meeting, I hadn't given much thought to the upcoming Kenobi series other than I did not want to see any interaction between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Mm. I feel you. I feel you. But as often happens with me in Star Wars... A seed gets planted and ideas begin to grow. Mm. He has some good ideas. Yeah, absolutely. It was lovely. I, I just gotta say, it was lovely having him and David finally on on the on the casual council. That was a treat. Um, and boy, that's uh, Skype is tough with a lot of people on there, but we figured it out. It so. was a good time. Go ahead. So here's some wild speculation on what I might like to see go down. Mm. Are you ready? I'm ready. I would like to see the timeline of the first season. Yes, I know only one is slated, but I'm hopeful it's well-received and maybe we get two to three seasons. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The first season should take place immediately after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Even show the handoff between Obi-Wan and Owen and Baru. Yeah. And him explaining the situation. That'd be sick. Then get into Obi-Wan's brain. How the loss of Anakin and his brother, he, he called him, mm-hmm. affected him. Get into his training and become one with the Force. His conversations with Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Get into his struggles to train Luke. Yeah. His only Padawan, Anakin, fell to the dark side and how this would impact his psyche and willingness to train everyone else. Yeah. Finish off the season with Obi-Wan accepting that Luke must be trained and preparing to take Luke from Lars's the next day mm. when he has a vision of Vader and Palpatine standing over Luke. Mm, I love that. I mm-hmm. love that idea. Watching the Emperor blast him with Force Lightning like in Return of the Jedi, Heck even used the footage, but misinterpreting the vision, much like Qui-Gon in Master and Apprentice. Haven't read it yet. It's okay. And then not training him. Mm. Leaving him to be raised by Owen and Beru, leading leading to the situation in A New Hope. Yeah. 
Is he writing the show? I mean, he's got yeah, it I, like, he could down. be, and I, would, and I would love it if he was. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. There are rumors starting to circulate that Kenobi now has a new writer. So Dave and Kathleen, if you're listening yeah, and it on. doesn't work out, get in contact with Mike and Holly, and, they and they'll put you into contact with me, and That's we right. can talk. They're listening. That's right. We have his information. We can get in touch, you know, him in touch with your people, get in touch with his people. We can do that, and they are listening, FYI. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. They love this podcast. They lo- I mean, yeah. No, they do. They, actually, they actually asked me to send them a T-shirt. You know, Kathy, it's coming. I feel like, you know, we're on a first-name basis now at this point. So I think uh, she'll probably wear it at Celebration, so you guys will see it. Can you imagine? Do I, do I just send one to Skywalker Ranch and see who wears it? Put ourselves out there. No, I'm serious. Is that what we do? I think so. I think we're probably going to do that. That's going to happen. <laughs> Brent says, hope everyone is staying safe out there. May the force be with you all. Absolutely. You uh, too, Brent. I, I love Brent's, you know, ideas. I love hearing from him. Um, super, you know, intelligent guy. Love Star Wars. I love it. Um, and I love that he's talking about Brew and Owen and interactions with Obi-Wan. They had to have had interactions yeah, I like how he said, show the handoff between them yeah. and Obi-Wan explaining the situation. How would you yeah. explain that situation? Yeah, Luke, what, what, what do you like that Brent's throwing down? I mean, I, I hadn't even really thought about him sitting down, you know, with the Lars family and 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 giving, giving them a little background as to what's happening. Or is he going to tell them much other than like, this is, you know, your family and you need to raise this child now? What should we expect in those interactions and anything else Brent said? Yeah, I think that's really fun stuff to play with creatively is how do we get to the point in episode four where Uncle Owen is, you know, quite dismissive of Obi-Wan, old Ben Kenobi, you know, yeah. that he's crazy old wizard. And how how much does Owen and how much does Brew as well know about everything how, how much were they told yeah when when obi-wan hands luke off to them that that's never yeah uh completely flushed out that i know of mm-hmm. uh and it's really interesting uh you know like maybe it could be a cool storyline like okay obi-wan gives gives them the kid like something happened to anakin and padme it wasn't wasn't good they're gone we need you to raise them please yeah and they, they agree, but then they don't – he doesn't really tell them the whole story, the whole, like, Vader thing. Yeah. And then they come to, like, learn about it somehow. And they're like, dude, you left this kid with that? Yeah, that, that was, was a big part Anakin's you left Vader. out. <laughs> you, you left that part out, man. What's the deal? So that that's an interesting idea to toy with. I would be shocked if it was that tight of a timeline in terms of picking up from that moment where yeah. he hands – Baby Luke off. Maybe that image could be shown just as kind of like a, all right, get you in the right mindset for where this is going. But usually with all these stories, they they're quite hesitant to pick up right off the the back of something else. Yeah. You think it was so startling for the Last Jedi to do that because nothing, yeah. nothing in Star Wars had ever done that. It literally picks up, you know, basically from the moment that the Force Awakens ends and i think to some degree it, it hamstrung the last jedi a little bit yeah. doing that as much as i am an advocate uh, for that movie and it's one of my uh most enjoyable ones it maybe was hurt a bit by the fact that they 
it basically was the force awakens part two rather than its, its own movie in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree. I, I, it definitely, you know, there's issues with starting something and picking up right where we left off, you know, previously, the one time they did, it was really effective was the second Darth Vader line where we literally go from Vader saying no with Palpatine to what happens next. Vader has to go out. He has to find a kyber crystal. He has, he goes through all these trials. He fights a, an old Jedi master. Like it's freaking epic. And it was it yeah, in the comics, right? In the You're comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the comics do this a lot more. I think it's exactly it's easier it for them to do it. Yeah. And I feel like we can do that here because one thing that I really loved and, and, and we've, we've been saying this for a while and Brent feels the same way. Like I want to see the turmoil that Obi-Wan is going through. And we saw that in the Vader line with Vader. We see him, you know, approaching the emperor and he has a moment that he can, you know, continue his destiny as the emperor's, you know, man, or he could destroy him. And we see a vision of his mind in his mind of him destroying the emperor and once he does that, he goes and visits Obi-Wan on Tatooine. And ta like Obi-Wan's just like sitting on the side of this cliff or whatever. And Anakin walks up behind him and just says, Master, and calls to him. And Chills. then that's the end of the scene. And it's freaking phenomenal. And it's a comic book. And that, that's why that comic line was so effective. And I love that they filled in that time and they showed the struggles Anakin was going, or Obi-Wan, Obi Anakin and, and Vader were going through. And I would love to see that from, you know, Obi-Wan's perspective. And, and does he have visions? I love that Brent said that, mm -hmm. having visions of the future. You know, speaking of the comic book that we read, you know, the main line, Luke had visions. Um, some of them, you know, misinterpreted maybe. And I, I love that we could see Obi-Wan grappling with that and, and digging into the force a little more especially with maybe some yoda interaction because we know they're conversing right i mean from a certain point of view we know both of them have been chatting about who's you know the chosen one so not the chosen one but who's ready to 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 step up and save the galaxy luke or leia so they've been talking about it and i just I, th I feel like this could be ripe opportunity, especially when you have Ewan McGregor there. And let's show him age a little bit. Let's show him as that young Obi-Wan and how he's progressing and becoming even more of a hermit. Um, but I would love to know what type of, how much influence is he having over Luke's upbringing? Are the, are the Lars family, like Luke said, are they going to get shocked and be like, wait a second. You're saying that our family became Darth Vader and now you're bringing his son here? What the hell? And Obi-Wan's like, no, 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 it's cool. I promise if anything <laughs> comes down, I'll chop his head off or something. Don't worry like, about don't it. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Like, what? How are they going to process that? And Or does Obi-Wan say it's too important you know, to share this even with his family? We're just going to say this is some, you know, this is an abandoned child that you need to raise. Holly, what do you want out of this series? I don't know because I don't I have learned with Star Wars to limit my expectations That's right. going into something Speculate new. Speculate responsibly. That's right. That's right. I uh I really like Obi-Wan. I think that he's yeah. one of my favorite characters That's in right. the Star Wars universe. So I don't I think that I would be thrilled with it going whichever way, especially with Ian McGregor yeah. being Obi-Wan. I feel like he knows out of anybody else, he knows how to handle that character. That's right. Um, so I don't really feel like 
I don't know. I didn't really think about this um, the way that Brent phrased it. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what we were going to get, but yeah. I do like where we're going with this. So Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of different interesting takes that we can get. Because we don't, we don't need, we don't need to go off world, right? Like we don't, we don't need those adventures. I, I feel like there's so much drama and emotion packed in with these characters that we know and love. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need to go out and slay monsters. While you and that's and the other thing is is that Darth Vader line for me is so emotional at times and how much Anakin is dealing with all of this. I feel like Obi Wan is on the opposite side there dealing with it and and for him to just kind of be out, you know. And I guess Anakin goes through some things. He fights a Jedi Master. Like he fights. He, he there is conflict, but he he's also dealing with what's going on, on the inside. And yeah, I, I feel like. You and McGregor will do an amazing job with that, and I would love even if it's a couple seasons. Or no, this is one season, right? Well, that's that's what we we've heard. It's six episodes. But like Brent said, who knows? It could be if very well received, and people want more. Uh, uh, that's true. That, we are I, hungry fans. That's true. But I'll, I'm going to be honest. This is one thing I always want more Star Wars. But as fantastic as Obi Wan is, he's he's kind of he's he has dominated Star Wars for for some time. So I, I think you got to cap this and you got to tell us the most raw and emotional story of Obi-Wan and, and, and fill in that time. And then we move on with the story. Well, because there has to be so much inner turmoil that we don't really get to see anyway, because yeah. Obi-Wan has, he's really lost everything. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have the Jedi order anymore. He doesn't have his apprentice. Yeah. He doesn't have, I mean, like Brent said, it's who he calls, he considers him his brother. He doesn't yeah. have him anymore. Yeah. We don't really see Obi-Wan, like, have any family or any close friends. Not that, Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, we don't really know any of the relationships Obi-Wan has outside of him and Anakin yeah. and Qui-Gon, I guess. And uh, Yeah, that's a great, and, and he's lost so many people, not to mention the whole council, like, all of the Jedi, and yeah, like, He's grappling with the mistakes the Jedi made too, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I just picture, you know, he, he's struggling with this training that Yoda wants him to take on. Like, what's the point? Um, you know, because as hopeful as Obi-Wan seems when he meets up with Luke, I don't know. There's there's definitely some conflict in him and, and, and some some mistrust and, and, and just, I don't know. I, I can picture, you know, flashbacks of Anakin and I hate you like just tormenting yeah. him um and so I am I'm, I'm so looking forward to this cap it off at six episodes for me maybe you guys want more but uh I, I really want an emotional Obi-Wan that's what I've been saying it for a while but uh I gotta I, Holly we found out some news and it, what I just said could be completely wrong now after hearing the news um Star Wars Newsnet mm -hmm. has uh, has a story out which those yep. guys are they're pretty right a lot of the time, I got to be honest. So we may or may not have have a teased uh, running title right now. Uh-huh. Luke, you ready for this? So this is straight from Star Wars Newsnet. Yeah. I'm just going to read it. Yep. Um, they have an article under TV shows titled, Working Title of Untitled mm. Kenobi Disney Plus Series Revealed. Yeah. Very straightforward. Um. There is an entertainment news network called HN Entertainment, which, mm. to be honest, I have never heard of until right now. Yeah. Um, and they have come out and said the working title of the Untitled Kenobi series will be 
Pilgrim. Pilgrim, a working title, and that's that's something you gotta you gotta you gotta remember. That's just a working title. That could be it. Could literally just be because you know Alec Guinness and robes kind of look like some pilgrim, mm-hmm. and that's that's what we're using here. Now, I would like to remind you guys. Um, they do put in this article some of the working titles of previous movies that have already come. We have some well, of those? let me share with you. Um, Blue Harvest yeah. was a working title yeah. of Return of the Jedi. Yep. Um, very funny. Red Cup. Yes. For, for Solo. Solo. Yeah, exactly. Um, Trixie, Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Space Bear for The Last Jedi. Um, the Beginning, The Dollhouse, Ooh. The Phantom Menace. Uh, this is one of my favorites other than Red Cup. Jar Jar's Big Adventure, <laughs> which was another name for Attack of the Clones. That might be a Disney Plus special. That we get <laughs> Jar Jar's in the Big Adventure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's anybody's guess. It could just yeah. be a joke for them. I think that's what Who it knows? is. I, I mean, we, you've seen some of the art, the fan art, or, you know, of, of Obi-Wan even after, you know, all of this goes down. He's got, you know, his robe on, but he's got, you know, some of his Clone Wars armor, and he's got a pack. Like, he looks like he's on a pilgrimage almost. So it's. I think it's just poking fun here. Luke, what, what do you take from this? Well, first, the article, I wonder, I'm no... I'm no Hollywood insider, but I, I wonder <laughs> sure? if they're confusing sort of code name production code names yeah. with working titles because I all that those you just listed about you know Red Cup mm-hmm. and Blue Harvest and all that I understood those to be you know, they give code names yeah. for production yep production code names for high profile movies so not everything that comes across anybody's view or desk has the word star Wars episode nine on it. Yeah. Uh, it's got something more obscure and like, well, I don't really know what this is. If I, they don't want people to be too closely involved if they're not directly in the production. So working title, that phrase to me is more about what the actual show is about rather than production code name, which they haven't even started filming yet. It would be kind of, irrelevant at this point yeah so yeah. i take it more as talking about likely what the what the theme of the show is yeah and you know pilgrim to me you think of like a religious pilgrim and going you know when people take a religious pilgrimage usually it's it's to uh, a certain site about like the origin of their religion yeah. or something very critical to their faith mm-hmm. yeah their theology so it, Brent um, brought up some Star Wars rhyming echoes mm-hmm. in the Casual Council episode uh, that I really enjoyed and got my mind thinking about more of those echoes and those rhymes. So I can see it um, mirroring what Luke is experiencing between Return of the Jedi yeah. and the sequel trilogy where he is basically one of the only Jedi left. And he has to go and research the roots of what it, what the Jedi are, yeah. what their theology is, what their practice was at its deepest core to try to understand it and, and reforge and make a path forward. And basically, you know, Obi-Wan and Yoda are kind of in the same same boat yeah. at that point. Um, if this is taking place, you know, before the original trilogy, you know, yeah, there's other Jedi floating out there that we have and extended canon and survivors of order 66 and, and Ahsoka and all that. But really there, there is no establishment Jedi order yeah. remaining. So it's, you know, okay, 
if this mega organization you're a part of is all of a sudden wiped off the map and then you just dig into what was this organization at bad at its core, its yeah. origin, let me dig into understand and find that. So like him going off to some ancient Jedi site, something like that. And I, I, I love that idea of go, not going off, you know, fighting monsters and stuff, like maybe some of the legend stuff we kind of hear about, but really trying to understand what's my purpose now, mm-hmm. you know? If the Jedi didn't handle things well, what exactly should I do? Because he's a reasonable, you know, Jedi, so to speak, you know. He's, 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 he's dabbled in, not the dark side, but he's dabbled <laughs> in things outside the Order. And, and, you know, he's turned a blind eye maybe to Anakin's issues. So he, he's more open to, to understanding and, and, and things like that. But I, I'm looking at even maybe a different side, a different point of view, so to speak. What if he is... I mean, what really does he know about the Sith, right? He's encountered Maul at one point, and he lost his, you know, he, he's fought um, Dooku and and, 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 uh, and Anakin, but, like, I bet he has questions. You know, my brother, I, I've lost him. Or is, do we think that Obi-Wan could even be thinking, how do I bring him back? I think so. At this point, Holly? Yeah, I think so. I also think... Like, kind of Luke got me thinking when he was talking about, like, pilgrimage to him. I mean, yeah, it could be that, like, also emotional or spiritual pilgrimage yeah. to think about things like that. Yeah. Where did the Jedi go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Is there a way for me to fix this? Yeah. And if so, I think that that would entail him reaching back out to, well, Darth Vader, I guess now, yeah. to try to bring Anakin back, to try to turn him back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I... I'm okay with him going off world if we're going to get really deep in the philosophy of the Jedi and the Sith and, and what made Anakin turn. Like, you know, you trained him so well. And this idea of the chosen one, he believed in it until the day he turned. You were the chosen one. And uh, you were gonna, you were to be, bring balance to the Force and destroy the evil. And... That didn't go out as he saw, you know, planned. So is he still think right now that Anakin was the chosen one and all is lost? Or, you know, Luke is their only hope then. But did he really believe that? Did he really believe Anakin was lost? It, it seems like he did in episode four, but maybe something changed. Maybe he had a conversation with someone um, and, and understood the Sith a little better. Um, and it really took, you know, Luke, you know, the, the 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 love of his father and and their family to really turn him I, I don't know but I, I I would love for him to just gain a better understanding of all of it because um, I I can imagine he's super confused right yeah. um, and I'm sure he doubts himself a lot now too like I I wasn't ready for that responsibility you know and there's a lot going on in the Clone Wars there wasn't a lot of teaching opportunity there um he's a little hot-headed kid but like i i feel like i'm second guessing myself am i even cut out for this but i feel like that is a common theme with jedi that we see we see bad things happen to them and then we see them retreat absolutely we see them you know kind of become more recluse yeah i mean we saw it with yoda we saw it ultimate recluse i mean he's out there in the hills just kind of yeah <laughs> but we saw it with Luke in yeah. the most recent trilogy. And yeah. I mean, now I think we're going to possibly get the opportunity to dig in a little bit deeper and see it even more so with Obi-Wan. Absolutely. But I just feel like that's a common theme that we see. Yeah. 
God, if we don't see Yoda <laughs> also in this series, them conversing, come on. Qui-Gon. In Qui-Gon, mm-hmm. these are opportunities to bring back these beloved characters, right? Fill sure. in this time. Let's see Qui-Gon. Let's see Yoda. How are they conversing? Is Obi-Wan going to have to go to that kind of mysterious, weird place from the Clone Wars that uh, that uh, Yoda had to go to? I can't even remember what that was about, but uh, it could get a little weird, but um, he has training to do. Yoda said that. Training for you I have in isolation um, or exile, whatever he calls it. Um, so I... I can't wait for it. They need they need to you know get this thing done, get it get it produced, and we have a new writer, right, Holly? Yes. Um, do you remember the name of that writer? Um, the new writer is Joby Harold. Joby Harold. Um, he probably is most known for the 2017 King Arthur. King Arthur I never, never saw, saw it. it. <laughs> nope. I mean, if it's 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 uh, King Arthur with uh, 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 what's her face that's awesome, uh, which was not 2017. It was way before then. Yeah. Um, I'd be cool with it, but no, I I'm, I never saw this one. But new writer, you know, we haven't shot anything. I don't feel like there's a ton of concern right now, but you have kind of the naysayers saying, what are you talking about? This is classic Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know what the hell they're doing. Got to have faith. I think this is a, a story that is rich in Star Wars lore, and I think they just want to get it right because this is a farewell to you and McGregor, I feel. So yeah. they, they want to get it right. This is a, this is going to be a big hit for them. So And we need more content on Star Wars or on Disney+. Plus. So have faith, everyone. I think it's going to work out great. Um, but will we have faith in, in this gentleman, I guess, to write us a good, a good script? I guess. I, I don't really so. know a lot about him, and I have not seen anything that yeah. he has written, at not least one. not to my knowledge. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. So cannot wait for that, guys. Brent, that was an awesome email. Thanks again for that. Um, now, I know a lot of you guys are, are caught up on Clone Wars. Hopefully you are. Um, do you, does anyone recall what the t- title of this most recent episode was? Gosh, Luke, uh, something, something dark huh. side. I don't know. I don't have it off the top of my head. I can't remember, but it, it's it's you know we're we're over halfway through now, uh, episode seven of season seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I really enjoyed this episode, guys. I'm gonna come out and say it up front. I enjoyed it because we're a lot of Ahsoka action, obviously, and she kicks a lot of butt. What was the title? Uh, Dangerous, Dangerous Debt. Debt. Dangerous Debt. Um, so we kind of had an idea where we were going just based on the title. But uh, I, I love the action with Ahsoka. Ahsoka whooped a lot of butt in this episode, Holly. And there was a point where she was surrounded by like seven <laughs> pikes. And Holly just goes... Why is she getting her ass kicked? I was like, Holly, there's seven <laughs> pikes around her. And then she just whoops all of them. It was fantastic. That's the Ahsoka that I was missing. It was it was great, right? And and it was fun seeing them escape and we see Ahsoka, you know, it reminded me a lot of her novel, you know, hiding her force powers, using them at opportune moments, no but keeping them, you know, contained to the public. Um, but in the end, they're right back where they started. Um now, this prison break, they use it as an opportunity to introduce the Mandalorians back into the game. They see Ahsoka. They're like, she could be of use to our cause. We have shared, you know, interests. Um, but then they're back in prison with, uh, you know, the Pike prison. Holly, what, what did you think of the episode? Um, I don't know. 
There are parts of it, it that I really liked, and then other yeah. ones that I was not a huge fan of. Yeah. But I didn't really love being seeing them get put back where they were, and I'm yeah. just waiting for Ahsoka to reveal herself yeah. to them. Because I think something important that we learned in this episode is um, why the two sisters are the Absolutely. way that they are. That was very important. And there was a point where, um, what's her name, Ra- Rafa? Yeah. She was describing a Jedi who came back to her after her parents died and, you know, said, like, I did what I had to do, but the Force will be with you. And yeah. she described Oof. what this Jedi looked like. Yeah. They, she said that she had green skin and what, mm-hmm. blue eyes? And Is a that robe. What she said? And, yeah. and a robe. And I think I said to Michael, I was like, do you know who she's describing? Can't recall. Can't recall. Know. Luke, we... You recall that moment from the episode, and it, it takes us back to the Clone Wars, I imagine, and maybe you recall that scene. I meant to go back and see if was, was Ahsoka a part of that, you know, little incident there. I can't even remember what happened, but uh, yeah, what did you think of that moment? Um, I really enjoyed the episode altogether. Um because it had a lot of points that reminded me of other things that I love. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Pikes Obadiah planet. Uh, there, there's another episode of Clone Wars. It's one of my favorite ones where Obi Wan and Anakin end up there as they're trailing what happened to Sifo Dyas. Yeah. Uh, and I really love that. And I love uh, the connection with Kessel and Pike, like I mentioned on the last episode, because of the connection to the Solo movie. Uh, so all of that, you know, was really enjoyable for me to see those, um, connections. And I was trying to find the, what the title of that other Clone Wars episode is. And so I didn't catch your entire train of thought. No, you're good. <laughs> Honestly, no, that's what I so was. I might've might just taken it in a different direction, but no, that's what I was. I was cause uh, I mean, Ahsoka obviously is affected by that moment that they're telling about. Like, I cannot believe like the Jedi seemed so careless mm-hmm. with what was going on around them just for the sake of ending this conflict. Right. They, they, they didn't have a lot of regard for those around them. And, and so I understood why Ahsoka was so affected, but I'm like, I feel like she was involved in that moment and I don't recall that moment specifically, but maybe she wasn't. They said it was when Zero so kind years of ago. like yes, that's right. What he like stole a shit. Oh, no, it mm-hmm. wasn't that. It was anyway. The Jedi yep. went after him, and yep. then they basically caused a huge scene and killed people. Yeah, just to try to catch Zero, and then they ended up not even being able to catch him. Yeah, and then, um, and we're very callous about <clears throat> hey, well, the Force will always be with you. So sorry about your family. Right. Exactly. And I couldn't figure out if that was actually in an episode. Yeah. Uh, and I was wondering the same thing, and I didn't get a chance to to track it down. But the episode I was thinking of is called The Lost One, um, where they end up on Obadiah 2, Anakin and Obi-Wan do, trying to track down Sifo-Dyas. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to find out if I, – I don't, I don't recall Zero the Hut – it said he escaped from prison in the episode Yeah. Um, when they were describing the That's story right. that he escaped from prison and the Jedi were, were trailing him. And I think the Jedi that she referenced that they talked to might have been Luminara, okay. who was yeah. Kenan's master, because they said, they said she had green skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's one of the more prominent ones I can think of. 
And she wears a dark robe. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and she was sorry, she wasn't Keenan's master, but there's that episode of Rebels where, yeah, um, they, they try to track her down because they think she's Her's still alive spirit. and it's a trap by yeah. the Imperials. And yep. Um. So yeah, it was all like a cool story and, and background for those those two um, new characters we've met. Yeah, it was just it was more Ahsoka just learn like her just her eyes being open to you know issues of the Jedi and and upper Coruscant and and those people you know that that lifestyle that she loved and appreciated and 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 finding out that you know not all of it was fantastic and people were really affected by you know what appears to just be some chase and <laughs> we all you know kind of look at it that way but there's people being affected by that and I thought that was really impactful it was much more impactful than the prior episode for me and and i'm, I'm liking these two characters more um to, what's uh trace trace and, and rafa. rafa um and and trace kicking some butt oh, yeah i, I that mean was surprising i thought it was her older sister for a second being interrogated and then she goes and and whoops them, but it was trace she's, she's very pretty clever re- very clever very resourceful um, so I, 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 I gotta say, I did enjoy that episode. Now the Pikes look a lot like the aliens from Independence Day. Can we talk about that? I feel like that was something, you know, that inspired the, the artist for the Pikes. Um, but the, I, I want to, I want to post a comparison of the Pikes <laughs> and the Independence Day aliens. And you guys are going to see what I'm talking about. They look very similar. Now will we get a Will Smith cameo? <laughs> Probably not, but I think Will Smith would be a great Jedi. Oh, for sure. Or kind of, you know, or like a smuggler. He'd be cool. Mm. I'm picturing him as Hancock, though. I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. The, yeah, the super, you ever seen it? No, but. It's on Netflix. Okay, that's it. Now, after we're done podcasting, we're going to watch Hancock <laughs> so you can watch it. Not a terrible movie, but better than Bubble Boy. I will say that. Hey. Um, so I think we all enjoyed that episode. You know, we're, we're moving closer to mall. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. But we're getting closer and closer to the underworld. Something that we haven't touched on in this episode yet Ooh. is the Mandalorians. We did. Yeah. So the whole point of them getting out was we saw, you know, a robed figure with uh, a helmet. Um, you know, Luke, do, or do we recall who specifically those Mandalorian were, are we even sure someone I'm sure has, you know, the helmet yeah. memorized. I knew right away that the main one was Bo-Katan. That's right. Uh, yep. From watching the episode. And then my mind started racing because the other yep. one who spoke to me, and I don't know if they did this on purpose. I don't know if they coached the voice actress to do this or not, but her voice sounded like the armorers to me. Oh, from the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. But then I watched the credits when they rolled to see mm-hmm. what the characters' names were, and, and it confirmed that one was Bo-Katan and that the other was listed as Ursa uh, Ursa Wren, who is Sabine's Ooh. mom, and I got to go do a baby check real quick, and I'll be back. Yeah, absolutely. That's funny because I just met Ursa Wren yeah. today yeah. in Rebels for the first time. I'm really glad he mentioned that. And, and the thing is, too, is a lot of the voice work, for this last season was already done before the Mandalorian was even a thing. Yeah. So that very well could have been the armor. And we are picking up now off of that um, in the Mandalorian and kind of learning more about that character, which would be a cool. phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking of that could be Bo-Katan. And I, I, it may be me, but I was thinking that she may jump out of the robe and have the dark saber. And well, no, Cause, yeah, no, 
I'm sorry. Hold on have a I gotten that far yet? Hold on a second. Could she? I'm going to have to have to ask Luke for reference. Uh, no, you haven't got that far yet. <laughs> so. Uh, Holly, but that's okay. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that's the yeah. case, but we'll, we'll find out. But maybe. I, I'm not sure. I'll ask Luke for reference. But I, I think that was that was a really solid moment. We're going to, you know, we have to be getting to mall soon. Where are there 12 episodes? We have five episodes to go. You know what's so funny? Yeah. I was thinking when we were watching Rebels earlier cool. and um, Sabine was telling her mom that she got the Darksaber from Maul, yeah. I was like, you know, like, I actually wouldn't mind more yeah. content with Darth Maul in it. Well, girl, that's you need to finish The Clone Wars. Well, I'm finishing it. We're on uh, season well, now, seven. <laughs> no, you need to go back no, and watch, you know, him dividing Mandalore mm-hmm. and conquering it. That's that's the good stuff that you're you're missing right now yeah. in that kind of context. But, Luca, we, we were talking about uh, uh, Bo-Katan and, and her being robed there in the darkness. And a part of me was just like thinking she was going to lose the robe and whip out the dark saber. But like I, my mom, I've watched so much star Wars right now and I'm, I'm, I'm losing my timelines. Is that even a possibility? No, no. Uh, at this point, who has the dark saber mall had it last time we saw it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and the thing with Clone Wars, you never know what order these episodes yeah. are in. Yeah. So we know, but we know it's after Ahsoka left the order. So we know it's after those events, that timeline. Yep. yep. But I think before that happened is when Maul kind of got knocked off his perch at Mandalore. Yeah. So we don't know how long he held on to the dark saber yeah. <laughs> at that point. That's a great. So I guess point. it's it's a bit of a mystery. And then when you think about what where the Darksaber is in Rebels, mm-hmm. it's oh, it was still on Dathomir in, in Maul's little yeah. cave, wasn't it? Yep. So I, I guess he must have held on to it. So, yeah, I don't think yeah. Bo-Katan could have the Darksaber at this point in the timeline. And But you're yeah. right, you know, with all this content coming out oh my God. at different times and, like, trying to keep it straight about what you're it's watching crazy. and when it takes place. And then we're, and we just watched rebels today. Yeah. And Sabine with it. And I'm just like, wait a second, it's where the hell are we? You know what we need? Yes. A map. Well, no, or a timeline yes. on the wall. Literally. I was just going to say that yeah. we need a wraparound timeline in the studio wow. that shows us all the books. Oh, that all sounds the movies, like a lot of work. All the TV shows. Oh, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Somebody else would be doing Pay that. Pay some other artist to come in and do a timeline wrapping around the, uh, yeah, the I studio. I would pay a okay. fellow artist to do that. That would be cool. I'd be down. It would be cool. Yeah. Well, I think that would be very helpful. Much less confusing. At all times, I think I need we need to have one present. Maybe we just hold up the iPad and we can see where we are because I, it, we're everywhere. I'm reading you books. Know, I'm watching two television shows at the same time that are nowhere close to each other in time. It's very hard. And I've been watching the movies and The Rise of Skywalker. It's just a lot of Star Wars. It's a and lot I of Star love Wars. It. I love it. But it can get a little muddled at times. It can. It can. Be, yeah, it definitely can. You're absolutely right. Um, so I think we all, you know, love the episode here, and, and I'm really looking forward to getting back into Maul and Mandalore. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm I, like, I think going back and watching, you know, the Mandalorians and. Um, just the emotion with Sabine, it's making me appreciate Mandalore more mm-hmm. and what's at stake and, and their heritage. I, I never usually really 
I, I never used to appreciate no. it much, but I, I don't know. I was on the verge of tears, you know, when we were watching Sabine's episode today. It was crazy. I was like, is that the sawdust, you know, in my eyes or am <laughs> I emotional? And I, and I think I was emotional. Um, but it's, it's, it's so good and I'm appreciating it much more now. It is very complicated though. And I, I don't blame anyone for not really understanding Mandalorian history because it's crazy. Um, but what really got me is when, you know, her and, and, and Kanan were training and he yelled at her and he's just like, if you don't recall the Jedi won the war and mm. she was just like really hurt by that. And it was really emotional, but it was such a good moment. Such a great moment. I mean, sometimes you have to give people that tough love yeah. to get them to come out. Mm -hmm. That was what Sabine needed. Phrasing. Because then she pushed him all over the place. She did. She really did. So I'm, I'm really appreciating that history more and, and understanding it more. And it's great that it's, it's going to continue even in the Mandalorian. Um, we're going to learn what the hell happened with the dark saber. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, could be more excited now. Last but not least mm -hmm. is that number four issue of the main line. Our heroes, if you recall, are on Bespin, um, they all are kind of running their own errands right now, right? They're back on Bespin. Leia's wanting to learn about, you know, carbon freezing. Uh, Luke's out, you know, in a trash pit looking for his lightsaber. Classic Luke. Classic Luke hunting through trash piles. Knee deep he in He actually garbage. made a joke about he it did. in the issue, and that was hysterical. I loved it. Um, and we have Lando looking for Lobot. So everyone's kind of out doing their own thing. Um, uh most of them, all of, I gotta say, all of them were successful other than Luke. You know, like Lando got to Loba and freed him. He owed him a debt. Leia sure found out about carbon freezing. Am I right? That's a joke. That's a joke because she was frozen in the carbonite, if good we one, all recall. I think Luke was successful. It just depends and on what I was, you... I was going to get to that, oh, but sorry, he didn't I find his saber, it. so to speak. Yeah, that's okay. Stole the moment, <laughs> but that's fine. You you knew where I was going with it. But, yeah, so Luke didn't find his saber, but what he learned, you know, he has these flashbacks. And, and I, I only we, – we, we got to read the issue right before the episode here, uh, but Luke sent me a couple screenshots, and I zoomed in on them, and one was – Luke's visions I have that he to was know. having. I was going to ask Come what on. Luke sent you. Luke, what did you send, Michael? Oh, speaking of echoes, this made me think of is again the Last Jedi and yeah. Luke having cut himself on the off from the Force. Like, the, like we were talking about earlier, you know, this comic series picks up immediately after Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. No gap whatsoever. They they talk about here um, when he's searching for the lightsaber amongst the trash. He was like talking to the Ugnaughts. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I was here a couple days couple ago. Days it ago. fell down. My so this is you're up back there. on Bespin. Yeah, literally a few days after Fire Strikes Back, um, which is something that they can pull off easier in, in these comic book series and, and filling in that little space between in the tiniest nooks and, and crannies. Yeah. So it's fascinating to me that you know Luke is really shaken by his encounter with Vader and the revelation to Vader that he's Anakin, he's his father, and he's. Uh, basically admits he's kind of shut himself off from the force a little bit. Yeah. And he tells Lando like, Oh, me and the force haven't been on good terms or, or what yeah. he says exactly is uh, the force. And I don't seem to be on very friendly terms right now. It's an interesting yep. turn mm -hmm. of phrase, but then he kind of flips the switch back on and has this wonderful vision where we see, uh, we see Vader, mm. um, you know, saying, well, where's my, 
my screenshot is a little off, but he sees Vader kind of like telling him to follow through with what Vader tempted him with. Yeah. And Empire Strikes Back, join me. Um, Obi-Wan saying, you know, the line from A New Hope that the lightsaber is the weapon of a Jedi. Yeah. And then this mysterious um, confirmed to be now female character we saw yep. in issue two, I think, um, sort of calling out to Luke. Um and reaching out to him with a hand, kind of summoning him, beckoning him. Um, he says, you know, to follow your destiny. And then we get the Emperor with his line from Return of the Jedi saying, you know, take your weapon. And, the, you know, yeah. the part after that, Return of the Jedi is, strike me down and, you know, all yeah. that. Um, Luke has a good Yoda's, was good. That was good. Yoda's great line of uh, your weapons, you will not need them, talking to him about going into the Force Cave mm-hmm. on Dagobah. Um, so a really beautiful, beautifully drawn um, page of this, you know, um, like all these major characters, Luke sensing them through the force, their their influence on him, uh, which is a really powerful, powerful graphic. And then uh, the mis- the mystery Jedi reaching out to him and summoning him to mm. to her, where, where whoever she is, wherever she is. Um, really intriguing stuff to see where this is going to go because I I felt like they were really teasing us with the whole lightsaber thing and I was yeah. really excited what issue two or so when they were dropping that in and then in issue three they seemed to completely abandon it yeah and I was like oh that was just a tease and they're they're not going to get back to maybe like 10 issues down the line or something like that but that the fact that they've gone back to it here and given us more of these these juicy bits about it is, is really exciting um, to see what's coming forward. Oh, it's so good. And, and, and the mystery woman is on a planet with, was it red rocks and blue water? Was that yeah. the, what they said? Or Who is she? I don't. Who is she? I have no clue. Any I, guesses? I, I thought we were onto something when we last talked about this, 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 we'll call it a character, a vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Luke thinking, you know, maybe it's just, you know, like with Ray and seeing herself as a, maybe it was, you know, temptation or whatever it was. We see Luke have that trial though, um, yeah. on Dagobah. So it's, it's hard to think that maybe that's something he's still grappling with, but I, I it feels like it's, I don't know. It, like it's an actual, it's the, 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 the force, the sense of somebody it's their mm-hmm. spirit or something. I, I don't thought know if that, it's a person. I, like, I don't know. And then I was like, well, the robes are off for it to be like Padme or like somebody else like reaching back out to him. So I don't. Is it another Jedi in isolation? It could be. We've seen other Jedi, like I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. in the Darth Vader comic. Um, there, There are other Jedi out there. So could it be, you know, they, I don't know that they're sensing or maybe they've actually been learning from you know yoda all along too who knows so you think maybe we'll get a new we'll meet a new jedi it's 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 likely because that's they've done that in the past with multiple comic book lines so it wouldn't surprise me but i'll be honest that was a 180 for me because i thought luke was really onto it about that this just being a battle of luke and himself um and maybe he's not understanding it but he did he definitively said it was a female um And, and so that, I thought that was fascinating. And, and he does. He has the moment where he just kind of he, he sees all these things, maybe some things he misinterpreted. Um, and, and we know that happens. So um, 
stops looking for the lightsaber, right? Um, leaves the Ugnaughts, um, goes to help Leia. Hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I read some of that line when he yes. decides to sort of end his search for the lightsaber? Yes, that's so good. I think some of so the best good. part of this comic, and it reminds me of some of the my favorite parts of these comics is when they get into kind of the philosophy yeah. of the Jedi more. There was that line from the Kylo Ren series where Luke talked about anyone can access the Force. Yeah. And you, know, you can't be strong in the Force or weak in the Force. You just have to let it flow through you. And some people's yep. door of flow starts mm-hmm. a little more open than other people's That's does. Right. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, and here he's talking about sort of abandoning his search for the lightsaber. And he said a Jedi isn't his lightsaber. A lightsaber is just a tool. Mm. A Jedi is someone who uses the Force to bring light to the galaxy, to protect people and push back the darkness. That particular lightsaber, the one I lost, I don't need it. It was my father's, but I'm not sure how I feel about that anymore. I'm going to be a Jedi. Mm. Even if I never see that lightsaber again. It's so so good. And, And... you actually, Holly, while watching Rebels, pointed out when Kanan and Sabine, Sabine were training, Kanan was ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. He explained the Force just as Luke Skywalker did, mm-hmm. how it's in all of us. You really just need to be open to letting said, it flow through you. Yeah, he said, which is funny that Luke brought this up because I also yeah. wanted to bring this up yep. because we had just watched it in Rebels. And I think verbatim I said what Luke said about, yeah. like, that was one of my favorite moments Absolutely. because I love to, like, learn about the philosophy behind yep. it. Yep. And we don't get very much of that. I actually said yep. to Michael, so Kanan and Sabine have a moment where they're training and Sabine's like, I like, I know how to fight. I know how to use these things. And she's like, I don't need to use the force or like whatever she yeah. says. And Kanan's like, everybody like has the force mm-hmm. in them. It's in every living thing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to tell her like, you can know how to use the tool, but ultimately like it's like what's inside and Absolutely. how you decide to use it that matters. And I thought that was like a very powerful moment because Absolutely. I don't really feel like we get a lot of that in the movies, you yeah. know? And I feel like it is these TV shows and the comics where we learn a lot of that content. And it's great that I feel like we're in like a vergence of the force where all mm-hmm. this material we're all consuming right now is very interconnected. And it's so beautiful. It's so freaking beautiful. Um, and it makes sense. It really does. And that was a very mature moment you know, of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it was really funny that Luke mentioned him talking to the egg, not the egg, knots, the, uh, the Ugnots. <laughs> God, I am Zuka. so tired. Um, the Ugnots, because uh, we were reading it, Holly, and he's just like, yeah, guys, while we're here, can I go get my X-Wing too? I left it here. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Luke, like, I want to talk about that. Like your, like your X-Wing is left over here the last time you're here. And then but then, it <laughs> then it was there. And like he talked, told the Ugnots a couple days ago, we were here. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It happens immediately. Like it was crazy. Um, but he's just, his X-Wing's just sitting there all ready to take off. Like I could not Did, believe it. I have a question for you too about that because I, I never gave any thought about the X-Wing because he, he flies it there from Dagobah, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously, and then he leaves via the Falcon, yep. you know, from they pick him up after his hand's been chopped off and he's hanging there and he calls out to Leia. And so, yeah, his X-Wing's left behind. And then in Return of the Jedi, when you see them leave Tatooine, he goes off back to Dagobah to check on check in on Yoda. 
I never wondered if it was the same X-Wing he had before or not. Yeah. Did, did any of you ever question, like, which X-Wing that was? I, I assumed it was Red and 5. And if I ever did, I probably would have just assumed he just got a different one. But I guess they're answering here, like, no, it's the same X-Wing he had from, like, <laughs> the first Death Star. Yeah. He, he got it back. That was really surprising to me. It that never like crossed it. my mind until this comic. I don't, I don't know why. You just accepted he had an X-Wing available and it was the same one? I mean, I guess I, like, do. I can let every plot hole slip by me, and I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, I don't know. Poe Dameron's losing X-Wings like crazy, so he gets a new one every other episode. <laughs> they at least change the color it. scheme on his. That's true. Know? That's true. I, I think he's been, you know, riding Red 5 from day one, and it's st- it survives well, exactly. the waters of Octu too. I just yeah. finished my second watch of Rise of Skywalker yeah. since the home release. Uh, so I've seen it three times That's now. Oh, the count, the That's count is climbing. Okay, I told you when this when this thing came out on home video, I was just gonna watch it nonstop for like months, and I will. By twenty thirty, you'll have seen it five times. Oh my god! Yeah, but in the scene where uh, uh, Ray is flying to Exegol and um, the people back on the jungle planet, which I don't yet know the name of, where the Resistance is based, you know. R2 starts getting a signal from Master Luke, he says, is what yeah. R2 yeah. says. And C-3PO says, that's like absurd. That's nonsense. How could you be getting a signal from Master Luke? And they reference it as, oh, it's Red 5. Red 5 yeah. is signaling back. So good. Um, which makes you think, yeah, it's the same yep. the same yeah. X-Wing Absolutely. the whole time. The whole time. Um, from A New Hope on, which, again, I never thought of. Like... Did he get the X-Wing back from Bespin ever? But here it is, and it's just a fun little the answer. You know, answer. But they you know, did. these pilots in yeah. Star Wars have such a strong emotional connection to their ships. Yeah. I mean, we see it with Hera and Rebels. That's right. I mean, you clearly see it with Han Solo yeah. and the Millennium Falcon, Lando and the yeah. Millennium Falcon, and yep. Luke and Red 5, right? Oh, yeah. He I was mean, just storing it in the water on Octu. That was, you know, for safekeeping. Yeah, it was like a security blanket. <laughs> it was like yeah. preservation. Right. Absolutely, yeah. There it's must like be something weird outside. about the metal. It just, it's, 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 you know, it's, 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 it stays, it's fine in no salt water. Sure. I, I guess so. I mean, it flew beautifully. It, did Ray let that dry out? Like, how long did she have to wait for that to dry out? Not long. Or is there a feature, you know, dry out no, her button? She her had butt no time. was just. So oh. swampy, yeah. She's swampy like, butt the whole ride. I got a three-hour <laughs> flight to Exegol. This is gonna be terrible. That'd be awful. I need some butt paste. Ew. I know. Uh, great product, by the way. Ew. Yeah, that's not a plug. We're not paid. It's just a great product, and you heard it here. That would be so funny if when she went on that Exegol, like each step is leaving like a squishy wet mark. <laughs> and then the there's ground. product placement. She's like butt paste. You know that yeah. is a detail the comics would not have left out. Uh, we hey maybe who knows. Mm. I don't know. She was completely dry. Um, but she didn't have any time. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, either did, you know. Maybe that's a Jedi ben power force drying. Force dry. Yeah, probably. Sure. Yeah. I think it probably is, you know. Like, Makes sense. Maybe they shake really rapidly like a dog and they're good to go. <laughs> well. I don't know. Something like that. That was a good joke, Michael. Thanks. Um, so, yeah. So, Luke has this moment. Um, he, he meets up with Lando again. Lando is freed Lobot, which is great. 
Um, and now, you know, Leia's in Carbonite. How the hell are we going to get out of there? There were really great moments, I have to say, with the Stormtroopers. I'm loving this humor that they're giving Stormtroopers lately. I know we saw some in Rebels. We saw some in The Mandalorian, too. Um, I'm loving how they're putting that kind of that same humor in the comic yeah. books. It's It's been fantastic. Like, one of them I was standing by, you know, the Carbonite. Because there was multiple people frozen in Carbonite that they were transporting out, right? Um, prisoners of some sort or whatever. And uh, one of them says, do you think they're cold in there? And he's like, I don't, I could care less. It was just really funny. I'm, I'm really loving that humor. Um, but uh, they have a moment, some Luke really showing his great force powers and, and we're, we're seeing him in action, which is fantastic. Cause these are moments, you know, a lot of people, you know, you get to see some of it in, in the in the original trilogy, but you don't get to see it kind of in later Star Wars movies. These are moments where they're really great. And Luke, you know, there's three storm or three or more stormtroopers there guarding all these these people in Carbonite, and he just lifts all their weapons up, and you know, and it's it's just a great moment. He he's just he's really masterful now at this point and able to mm-hmm. use that manipulation of the yeah. force. But I loved it when Lando, I think it was Lando, and he was like, who. Who did that? Who and did then that? Luke was like, it was me. I used I the used force. I used the force. Yeah, that was probably my least favorite part. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel like he needed to explain himself, but uh, I'll take it. Because you were right. Because you said, because I said that when we were reading the, the book, and and, um, and it's all because Lando didn't realize that him and the force were back on good terms now at this point, right? And it had so to like, be explained, I guess. Had to be explained. I used the force. It's cool. We're all good here. Everyone's fine. Um, how are you, so to speak? Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, then he knew. Yeah, you know, but Luke's back. <laughs> Luke's back. So Luke, you know, uses the force. He he takes he unfreezes everyone out of carbonite. Um, and I love this because my first thought was, okay, they're all frozen in carbonite. Leia here, frozen in carbonite. She's obviously gonna have, you know, um. You know what do they call it? Oh God, the sickness. Well, I forget hibernation. The, sickness. Hibernation sickness. Just like you know, we're gonna have to see her and take twenty minutes just to get Leia to snap out of it oh, and get no. her out of here, right? Oh no, she hadn't been frozen long enough. It's cool. She snaps right out of it, just like everyone else who's held captive. Um, and they pick up those blasters from the stormtroopers, and and she, apparently she has new rebels, and, and and recruits all of them in the moment. That's a good way to oh, frozen and carbonite oh, by the you. empire. Yeah, join us. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. We we just saved you. Now this is your life debt, pretty much. You're joining us. You don't really have a choice. Um, but and I thought I I loved so we we get off planet right and. and we're with those the new rebels, right? And they're all thanking Lando. Thank you, Baron Master, like for coming back. Like we thought you all abandoned us, but you came back and you you joined the rebels and you came here to save us. Um, it was a really sly moment, and of course he yeah hey, I'm just not yeah. just here to do classic yeah, Lando. It, it really was. Um, so there's a lot of really cool moments, um, mm-hmm. some silly ones. Um, with with the with the hyperspace or the hyperspace, hyperspace. Hi, hibernation, hibernation sickness. Um, I do have to ask. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the comic, we do yeah. have the lightsaber come back, and I have to know what Luke thought of the Ugnaught finding the lightsaber. Oof. It, it was a really fun several frames, and it, it's going on during that passage that I read earlier. But like, it's a funny juxtaposition with Luke talking so seriously about what a lightsaber means versus what a Jedi means yeah. and it just being a tool. And, and meanwhile, you see the Ugnaught uh, <laughs> in the, the like garbage pit area 
as all those lines from Luke are, are coming across each frame. And <laughs> it's funny because it's you see the stormtroopers that Luke knocked out the window earlier fall yeah. down and almost yes. land on him. And he's like yes. running out of the way. It's, it's a funny, um, you know, use of the seriousness of what Luke's talking about with what a lightsaber means and what a Jedi means versus this slightly comical scene with the Ugnaught trying to get not to get crushed by falling stormtroopers mm. and just, you know, who doesn't love Ugnaughts in general, especially, you know, in renewed yeah. popularity from, from Mandalorian mm-hmm. Queel. So, uh, Absolutely. that was, that was fun stuff. I love Who knows? It. Maybe this, maybe this Ugnaught we're looking at is Queel. Who knows? Oh my God. That would be wicked. Full circle. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. Uh, one thing I also did love was the way Luke described the lightsaber to him. Yeah. It's, it's a cylinder. It's got some buttons <laughs> on it. You know, some, some grips. I, I don't know. I don't know why I loved you it so much. You might have seen it with me four days ago. Yeah. You might have seen me in there, you know, trying to save the day. Got my butt whooped. Um, but yeah, we found your hand by the way. Yeah, Ew. I know. I know that would have been funnier. I thought it was, was, was this your hand that you lost? Um, no. but no, not so much, mm-hmm. not so much. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that line. Uh, you know, it's been pretty solid The the trip to Bespin wasn't as bad as I had thought other than the, the, the hibernation sickness with Leia, you know, and I loved her explanation. Well, God, yeah, I, need, I really needed to, to find out, you know, what the process was. So when I go and find Han, I'll know what to do. And I, I That doesn't seem like a characteristically no. Princess Leia thing to do I because agree. she didn't have a plan to get out of that yeah. situation. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like she wasn't even the one who got all of them out of carbonite right so what no. did, exactly did she learn i thought that was kind of silly she would have been stuck she would well, yeah exactly she would have gotten hibernation sickness. yeah I, I thought it was kind of silly I, I wasn't the biggest fan of that but you know the, overall the story itself i wasn't i wasn't displeased with uh with with uh oh we may have lost luke yeah but i think yeah. um i don't know overall i've really been enjoying the comics and Same. so I think that I've been pretty happy with the storyline that it's telling us and Absolutely. filling in some of the gaps and clearly with Red 5, some of the things that I didn't even think about before. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we may have lost Luke, so I may actually try calling him in here so he can say uh, any final words, but um, we'll see if he answers or not. He might not. It may have been an emergency. You'll just have two images of Holly. Great. It's really great. One's really zoomed in, and the one isn't Perfect. so much. I love it. Great. Um, we'll wait for Luke and see if he wants to come back. But yeah, like like I said, it's it's been a really fun line. I think it's worth reading. Um, it's only a, you know once a month issue, so it doesn't happen too often. But I will say this, guys: the new Vader line is out now. Two issues of it are out. I'm behind. I am going to get caught up on it. We're going to talk about it here because. Man, I have loved the Vader stuff, and I'm really hoping we can learn a little more about Vader. And I'm, I'm loving the artwork I've seen so far from it. It's really amazing. Um, I think we'll even see some more Padme stuff, which would be really exciting. Um, so I'm super looking forward to that. Um, anything else, Holly, that think is so. going on comic book-wise, Star nope. Wars-wise? I'm just trying to finish Rebels, yes. but not too quickly because I want to... I don't know, relish it, it. yeah. Just wait till season four. Holy cow. We might have to watch a couple episodes tonight just to Uh get you caught up. That's right. Um, But it's super great. Uh, Guys, I I hope you're enjoying 
all the Star Wars content out there right now. You know, the Clone Wars has been really solid. Um, check out some of these comic books because I, th- I really think they're worth your while. And I loved we had this little Virgins of the Force today where all this just kind of connected and it made for a really great yeah. conversation. Super looking forward to Kenobi. And Brent, that was an awesome email. Guys, I want to hear more from you. There's a lot of stuff going on in the Facebook group. Um, a lot of chatter there. So uh, let, let us know what you're thinking about Kenobi. What are you excited for? What's what's holding you over until we get more Mandalorian? Um, any other thoughts on the rise of Skywalker? I know I have more. I know Luke has more. I know Holly has more. So we're going to keep yep. kind of filtering through all that conversation and, yep. and thought process. But, and uh, uh, go ahead and online order your copy of Bloodline and then yes. let it quarantine for yeah. three days before you unwrap it and read it. Well, now's the time to, to start out those audiobooks if you haven't That's already, true. right, Holly? Actually, yeah. Super cool plug for yeah. anybody's local library. Come on. You can just go online, rent an audiobook from yeah. any of the libraries in the U.S. if yours doesn't have a copy available, yep. and you can listen to it pretty much immediately. Absolutely. It's at least our, you know, Metropolitan Library does that and a lot of a lot of others do, so you can get it for free. Yep. Um, Bloodline's been out for a while, so it's not likely a, a hot commodity, so you should probably have a copy of it available. Um, it's one of the best new uh, canon novels out there, so I know you guys are going to enjoy it if you haven't read it already. I know Holly's going to enjoy it. I know she she loves the latest stuff she's reading in the new canon novels, and this is just going to win her over, I think think uh, a little bit of Ben Solo, some Han, some Leia. It's, it's really great, mm-hmm. really great stuff. Um, so guys, get on reading that. Uh, we'll send out a date soon to get that book club um, going. We'll probably have, most likely is going to be another Skype session. So we'll have to, we're, we're, we're fine tuning things here mm-hmm. with, with Skype and we're back in, you know, we're in the studio now. You're going to start seeing some more decorations out. We're going to be sharing those with you guys, um, getting this place up and running for sure. Um, but, guys, I think that probably does it for us. Unfortunately, Luke couldn't send you his his uh, his salutations, but uh, we'll, we'll speak for him. And and, and uh, it's it's been a fun episode. And enjoy this episode. Keep each other safe. You know, be like Wade and his family you know, do what you can for others. If that's, you know, giving a roll of toilet paper to your that's neighbor, right. which may be me in the future. Who knows? Um, that casual fam call to action. Absolutely. We get out there, help your fellow man. Um, and just like we said, be a good person, you know, and spread that joy and share that experience with us. Share it on, in the Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you guys, what you're doing, what you're able to do. Um, unfortunately right now I've had to finish this floor, but we'd like to, to see what we can do for others around us. Um, and, and we want to hear from you guys mm-hmm. as well. So get in that group, share those stories, um, send us your emails, um, at flying at gmail.com. Send us a voicemail, get in that group, um, do whatever it is you can to interact with us, Holly, because we're isolated. <laughs> we're self-isolating. Yeah, that's right. We're desperate. We could use some more interaction. True. And some toilet paper. Send it our way. Send it our way, guys. If you hit me up, DM me, I'll send you the address. Send us a roll. Keep flying casually. Have a good week.